With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. What you are about to hear is one of our many interviews we conducted on Media Day of the 2021 Lotto Elite Pro Tennis Challenge. Our Crack Rackets team is so fortunate to be able to travel to Wyoming, Pennsylvania, Reading, Pennsylvania, to take in an exhibition event featuring players such as Ernest Golbis, Chris Eubanks, eventual singles and doubles champion Makun Sasakumar. We also got to talk to former great college tennis players in Nick Bible, Chad Kissel, KP Sanu. We also got to talk to Roy Smith. Of course, all of those guys still ascending in their young pro tennis careers. We got to speak with tournament director Ryan Narr as well. All of the people who helped make this event so, so special. Hoping to get the chance to recap it all with our host Dave Emke, my now adopted older brother, later on this weekend. Again, what you're going to be hearing is an interview with some of those players now. We got to chat with them for about 5 to 10 minutes talk about the highlights in their career, where they're at here in 2021, the difficulties they've faced the past season, and so much more. It was a really, really fun session. Such a, again, I cannot thank the Emke family, the Lotto Elite team, for having us there enough. It's always so, so cool to get to work an intimate event like that, to get to actually speak with these players, have some fun with them as well. It's an experience we won't be forgetting anytime soon. So again, interviews from Media Day going to be coming on your Cracked Interviews podcast feed. Be on the lookout for all of them. Listen to as many of them as you would like. But with that in mind, Westoff, roll the credits. Let's get to today's show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to the Alato Elite Pro Tennis Challenge, and I am joined, I'll say it, one of my favorite players of all time. I came of age as a tennis fan in the early 2010s, and if you were a fan of early 2010s men's tennis, certainly you enjoyed yourself a little top 10 action from our guest today, Ernest Golvis. Ernest, welcome to our booth. How are you doing today? Good, good. Yeah, you excited for a little exhibition action? I know we've got the U.S. Open on the horizon qualifying, but what brings you here to Pennsylvania? Just trying to get some practice matches in? It's about practice because, uh, unfortunately, there are no events uh, coming to to U.S. Open, and it's really hard if you've been in Europe for a while. You've been playing only on clay, (laughs) so if you're not ranked, let's say, 150, you're not able to get uh, uh, any any competition uh, match on uh, on hard court. <laughs> so when Ryan uh, came to me, we met actually in Austria in a, in a challenger. He came to me, he showed me 
piece of paper with the, with the, with the promotion of the tournament. So yeah, I said, why not? It's, mm. it's, it's good. So I came here and it, it's a really lovely event. I mean, it's uh, in a backyard. It's, it's funny to play. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, no, it's a super, super nice court. I know they've got the U.S. Open specs, obviously trying to help all of you prepare. And, you know, you mentioned being at Austria at a challenger. I know you're inside the top 200 right now. Uh, not where, you, you know, your peak, but certainly playing at the challenger level week in, week out. I'm curious for you, you know, how difficult has it been, you sort of mentioned in your first answer, to find events to play right now? It just feels like everything's sort of in flux. No, now it gets better. But uh, unfortunately, with uh, with the hardcore season, it's been strange. I mean, yeah. you only have Cincinnati and uh, and Toronto, <laughs> and that's it. You don't have anything else. I mean, I, I would guess that it would be a good idea to make at least one or two challengers in the states. You can make, uh, you could make potentially one around here or one in New York. You know, <laughs> for players to come and and uh, and play, and then uh, go immediately for U.S. Open qualies. But uh, this is not the case. I find it very strange and, and unfortunate, you know. So thanks to all the people here who make at least, uh, you know, these kind of events possible. You know, not with ATP points. I mean, but uh, but still, it's uh, some uh, some good matches, some good players here. Mm -hmm. And I happen to have the chance to chat. I know you're here with your family, with your wife, with your daughter. Yesterday, your wife said you guys have gone on a bunch of trips since you guys had, I believe, your second kid who is not here with you, and yet. All of those trips have featured you and your tennis bag going to some tournament, playing some event. Again, given you've been a top 10 player in the world, you're now in your mid-early 30s, I suppose. Where does that motivation come from to be you know, seeking out all of these events still week in, week out? My motivation comes by, by just I uh, have a goal to be top 100 again next year. Mm -hmm. And uh, to be honest, if I'm not going to be top 100 uh, next year, then probably I'm going to stop because it's uh, it's a grind, you know, and it's uh, not getting uh, e easier, you know, you're, you're, especially with the COVID, you know, the tournaments also, they reduce prize money, they reduce tournament amounts, so it's just been tougher and tougher. So hopefully next year is going to change, but still. If I'm not going to be top 100, then, I mean, I'm not getting younger, and uh, <laughs> I wish to spend more time with family. I wish to travel without the tennis rackets, without yeah. the tennis bags. You know, still tennis is going to be always a part of my life. But if you're top 100, it makes sense. You know, it's, it's not a hobby anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and you, you cannot afford to have a hobby when you're... I mean, you can afford, but uh, you, you don't want to have a, a hobby as your main job at the age of uh, 33. You know, you can have it, let's say, when you're 20, you know, yeah. when you have all those goals in front of you. You know, now I just have to think a bit differently. So, yeah, so next year is going to be important to, to get back. I was going to say, you don't look a day over 33, so it makes sense. You know, Sorry? you don't look a day over 33. You look very, very young still, my friend. But, no, I'm 25. Yeah, so there we go. But if you saw underneath this hat, you'd say maybe 30, maybe 35. So I'm doing a good job of hiding it. But, of course, again, uh, we've got the U.S. Open on the horizon. No fans in qualifying this year, but still to be able to compete in that event to get back to the slam. What does that mean to you? What are you looking forward to in your time in New York? No fans. Yeah, no fans for qualifying. qualifying. Yeah. yeah a little breaking strange. news. This is also strange. You see, they, 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 they make fans come in main draw and not in qualifying. So <laughs> a lot of strange things happening right now. I mean, they always have some kind of... Uh, I wouldn't say excuses, but some kind of uh, like uh, ideas why it's happening. But yeah, it's tough for the players. You know, mm -hmm. it's tough to play in front of uh, empty crowds. So you want to get back to 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 yeah to play in normal circumstances. But 
it is what it is. Yeah. You know, you have to you have to pass qualies, and yeah, yeah, it is what it is. No, absolutely. Well, then I have to ask you some fun questions before I let you go. I told you this last night. My older brother might be the biggest Golbus fan that exists, and he's not even a tennis fan anymore, except for Golbus. That all things Golbus, and he would yell at me if I did not ask about the fear hand. You know your forehand. You know what it's referred to. It is certainly the most distinct-looking forehand, I would say, on tour. Are you aware of that fact? Are you aware that people are talking about your forehand? And I'm curious what you make of all of that noise. Not really aware. I'm not because I'm not. Uh, I'm not on social media. Sure. You know, my wife shows me from time to time some kind of the memes the that memes. go around. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, those, those are funny, but I'm not there, so I don't really pay too much attention to it. But uh, yeah, some of them are funny. Yeah. No, the key is have a sense of humor with it, right? And enjoy them all. And, you know, again, in terms of the sense of humor, the enjoyment of the tennis world, you are here with your oldest daughter. What does it mean to you to have be able to just have a couple of tournaments, a couple of years to travel with her, get to show her what you do? It's big. You know, it's big because, I mean, now she, she starts to get older. She starts to understand, you know, what's happening. She, she starts to enjoy it. So hopefully maybe in a... I don't know, half a year, a year, she's going to start playing also. You know, my, my, my son, he's one and a half. He cannot stand a minute without a ball in his hand. Of course. So he's, he's much more sportive than our daughter. But, uh, yeah, they're both going to play. And, I mean, no pressure. I mean, I grew up also without any pressure. You know, I was uh, practicing maybe two, three times a week until age of 10, 11. You know, and I think that's the key, you know, for young <laughs> young uh, uh, kids growing up that you don't overdo it i mean you're gonna have time when you're gonna need to overdo it you know when you're gonna need to 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 work uh, double or triple the normal amount you know but when you're young just explore just have fun and that's what i want to show my my kids you know that they can just uh, enjoy it you know will you ensure they have your forehand technique that it lives on for another generation (laughs) (laughs) yeah completely fair well ernest golvis thank you so much for taking the time to chat and good luck to you this week thanks a lot thanks another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 